Welcome to Ronin Radio. This is Michael Sky. We're here on the coast of Brazil, again in Floripa, Florianopolis, Brazil. In today's conversation, Hans Komen and I explore the idea that every man is a phoenix, capable of incredible transformation and flight. We discuss the great challenge that it is to awaken ourselves, to stay awake, and to awaken our brothers. The challenge of being allies. I share also today my poem from 1997, Tonight I Fly. We call out to our younger brothers to leave the cave now, to jump, to fly before you grow old and have to deal with years of compromise. He wants to go back to his cave where it's comfortable. No, I don't. Go back to the cocoon. No, I don't. (laughs) This is Sparta. Go back to your cocoon. (laughs) I never liked that there. I never liked it. Yes. That's interesting. Because I, yeah, when I was... Yeah, we got a powerful message for the young men and the elder men out there. We prepared talking about this, but I didn't think of this. Is when I was, since I'm, I'm young, you know how when, you, when you're a kid and you ask that to anybody and they, most people feel different than all the others. Most people feel different than they all the others. They say, I don't, I don't. I don't feel like an old person. No, uh, no I, don't, <laughs> I don't feel like the others. I'm different. I'm, I'm different than the other kids. And they try to belong. They try to be uh, the same. They don't fit in. They want to fit in. Right. And I remember, for as long as I remember, <laughs> I remember for as long as I remember that I could remember Just things. about six months, probably. <laughs> I remember Give that. take a week. And this is not nothing, but this is an interesting insight. Uh, I remember that I also felt different than all the other kids. And at the same time, I had zero desire to fit in. I took pride and joy in the fact that I would be different. Yes. I remember my father saying even, <laughs> you do things just because, because, because they're different. And I remember thinking, well, yeah. You know, yeah, I don't want to be like the others. And that's interesting to, in the light of what we're going to talk about today. You've succeeded in becoming very strange. (laughs) Very unique, Hans. Very unique man. (laughs) Extremely, extremely unique. Can you be unique and extremely unique? (laughs) That's like... That's a euphemism for freak. <laughs> hey, well. Oh. I know some of your ex-girlfriends, so. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just going on what they said, you know. <laughs> All right, let's get into it, shall we? Let's get into it. What's the topic of the day? You said something about denial. Like, because... because For those of you who don't know, Hans works with men who are uh, on the path to being great men, great leaders, 
and great leaders with their women in relationship and great with women. And, uh, and yesterday, this is a great conversation where we're talking about how do we help people break free and transform? You know, we all kind of get comfortable at certain at a certain level or area in life or on our path. How does real transformation happen? And how can we as leaders, brothers, allies, coaches, whatever, help affect the wake up and the transformation in another man? And uh, it's an incredible challenge. So you want to say something about denial? Yeah. Or are you going to deny that you said that? <laughs> I'm sure going to ignore that comment. But uh, we, like we could say. We Sorry, only... I have to interrupt you. Sandra Douglas. Oh, my God. It's been uh, 12 years. Good to see you. I hope you're doing well. Sorry. Hey, Sandra. We're mostly not going to interact <laughs> with viewers today, but I saw you were watching. But if you write something incredible, then we might interact. That's a good exercise. Um, we could say we only, we only help the guys that are completely ready and say, I want to jump. I want to fight this, this socially conditioned rhetoric. I want to break free of what I've been told. I want to I wanna lead the life and the lifestyle that I create, and that's outside what's normal and conventional, uh, let's go. Uh, we could say we're helping only those guys. But I see in so many men a deep yearning for adventure, for uh, true leadership, for living up to full potential. And this sounds a bit cliche, but you could see that they're tolerating their plight in many ways. Yes. They're in a relationship. Ah, I kind of look warm. The job, ah, it's okay. Yeah. No, but not really. And and they talk with us because they have that sense. I want more adventure. I want I want to be extraordinary. And and I and I don't know how, you know. But it's part of the compromise. It's part of the compromise and the training, training, training. That their like readiness is not very big. That their preparedness right. is not big. That they're Warrior spirit is gone. Yes. And so I'm thinking, uh, what can we do to still help those men, you know, to, to get out of the, like you said, out of the cocoon, the comfortableness, the, to make him even more ready. There's and, no hope. <laughs> they're gone. And, uh, and we, after yesterday's conversation, one of the other men wrote uh, about the concept of uh, we are in denial. And I think it's a great, I was considering that to be maybe a good comment and advice and, and as a coach to a man who comes with questions. In denial, for example, if you say that you're asleep or yes. you're compromising or yes. if you bring some kind of powerful challenge yes. and they say, no, I'm not, I, they're yes. in denial. Or they're like, I put out the call. And I notice that they're not answering it because yes. it's, whew, you yes. know, I have to like face this now. Yes. Like I, I, I bring them on a call and I can see, oh, or writing and then they disappear because they don't want to deal with it. Yes. And, uh, and I'm wondering how close can we get to those guys and, and really say, you're in denial, you know? So I remember 
yesterday, man. Yes. So we're kind of building on yesterday's conversation. So if you feel lost at all in this, go back and watch yesterday's first. But we talked yesterday about inner conflict and how we've been essentially trained to compromise on our honor, our greatness, our power, our inner authority um, when in conflict with an external authority. We've learned to give up ourself, our own authority, for that external authority, to be good citizens, children, boyfriends, employees, whatever. And even those who have rebelled, they've also learned their own way of compromising. So, um, and it kills our power. Because so, it's in so, reaction to that external yes, authority. And then we internalize that way of dealing with authority. Then as adults, we are still compromising against our own inner authority. Right. And it's it's keeping us asleep, it's robbing our power, all of that. So And it's getting worse and worse and worse. Yes. And so and you can see this if you bring if you call a man out on his vision, his values, who he could be, um, to the extent that he reacts or denies or makes an excuse, this is this reaction instead of reminding him he remembers the call and he he's like steps into it this is evidence of the cocoon that he's built around him right right i used this metaphor back in 97 uh when i was with i was the three guys in my life who i was fighting for to to wake them up and and empower them were my three younger brothers And I realized they're at this critical point because it's now that they'll start defining reality and who they are as men. And if it goes too far, you know, they'll start coming up with these conclusions about who they are, about what's possible in life and everything else. And later on in life, I was clear, you know, like if I don't help fight for them now, they can start believing things that will have them be comfortable mm. not living a great life. So the metaphor I used was the, uh, the phoenix, and, but I used it in a specific way. So the, the phoenix is this, this great mythological bird who, right. who rises from the ashes, right? So he, and he rises from the ashes as a paragon of excellence and, and virtue, like far better than, than he was before. And uh, so it's a symbol of transformation. But uh, in human beings, we all have this capacity mm. to face reality, to face ourselves, to realize a new possibility and, and to wake up and choose a different path and, and to transform and to develop our ability to choose and be powerful and lead yes. and create. Um, but what happens is, And, and I, rather than the, the, the metaphor of the cocoon, I, I used the, uh, or the nest, I mostly used the, the image of a cave. And so inside of a cave, the, the phoenix cannot see its wings. So it can think about, man, you know, I'd really like to be living on the other side of the world or across the, that canyon over there on the, where everything's beautiful. But if he can't see his wings, he doesn't feel the pressure, the responsibility to fly. So with it, he can avoid the fear 
because it's not even a possibility. He doesn't really see that he has a choice. He can avoid the guilt because, again, he doesn't even see how he could do anything differently. So it's very, it feels very mm-hmm. comfortable to just dream, you know, to just have wishes and fantasies. But there's no vision. There's no, he can't see his wings. He can't see his choice. And uh, because it's dark inside of the cave, right? Now, he also can't feel the wind. You know, birds, you know, a gust of wind comes along. And I imagine this. I don't know how it is, but, you know, the wind comes along and probably they have an instinctual response to, like, take off to raise their wings. Mm -hmm. But inside of the cave, the wind doesn't come and stimulate that instinct to, to raise its wings and fly. And so, again, there's no... There's no sense that I'm a phoenix. Mm-hmm. I could believe I'm just, uh, I don't know, uh, something that's not a phoenix <laughs> and be comfortable, you know, not, uh, not flying and, and transforming, if you will. And I actually, you know, we talked yesterday about jumping and about how just making a leap um, into the fear in the direction of the transformation that you desire can be incredible for launching your transformation, mm-hmm. risky though it may be. And I'd like to, I'd like to read uh, a poem I wrote back in uh, 2007. So this is, this is, uh, you know, this is powerful for me at times when I feel like maybe I've gone back inside of my cave, you know, when I'm not really facing who I could be. And, uh, yeah, it's called Tonight, Tonight I Fly. Stepping out of my cave into darkness, into fierce wind and cold rain, I face the great unknown beyond, above, and below. Gripping the edge of the cliff with my feet, I close my eyes to envision my flight. Never before have I flown. My moment of birth, my moment of death. When I raise my wings, I'll be ripped from the rock by the winds of challenge. I'll be hurled into the great unknown. I, I am a phoenix. I will not live my life in a cave. I will not die old without having flown. I will not wait for death, for to wait is to die, and if to fly is to die, I will die to fly. Now is the time. I open my wings and bury my breast to the torrents of death. I let go. So it's, it's taking a stand, mm-hmm. right? Even the, I, this is who I am. I'm facing all of this. And uh, transformation can happen in the moment that you make a stand like that. Make a leap like that. Make a leap like that. So... Anyway, I don't know. I don't know how much people are going to follow necessarily the conversation, but and so, but we can come back to the <coughs> the challenge that we have in reaching either allies or clients right. or 
So we're coming at this cave and we're, we're looking inside. We see this animal and we recognize the phoenix. We say, you're a phoenix, you can fly. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and the exercises. So, where... so we're shining the light, you know, on, look, you have wings and, and no, I don't. And the cave closes shut again in the darkness again. No. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm sleeping. I avoided that pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, I'm just thinking. But but I am I am believing that that we are answering not just we're not going just up to the cave, you know, and tell guys, you're a phoenix. There has been something there already. There's something there already that they think, wow. Because otherwise they wouldn't come to us. There's something there already that they say there's it's something is up, something is off, something is not quite right, something yes. is not like I expected it to be when I was a kid and I had these big dreams. Yes. Something is off and I don't know what it is. The phoenix will suffer. Imagine any great bird that lives its life in a cage. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. It's there's there's suffering there. We talked in the... Go ahead. You can hear O pointing this out to me one time. We were on a call, and I was in Thailand, and I was, I was talking to him. And uh, he's, he said that sound in the background. It's caged birds near you, you know? And, and there was. I was, you know, the, the place I was living, they, had, they kept birds in cages. And there's like a certain sound that they make, you know? It's like... It's like, let me out of here. Mm. I want to fly. And it's, it was, I could never hear the sound of a caged bird again like that the same way. It's like, they want to fly. Yes. You know? So I just, I'm, 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 I'm mapping that on to these guys, you know, reaching out. Mm. They, they want to fly. We're talking about like the differences also between younger and older men, you know? Because it becomes harder with time. Yes. The the jump seems bigger. Yes. The cocoon seems a bit more comfortable. Yes. So Yeah, if you're younger then you know, it could be enough to 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 stand unwavering and to not give in to the pressure. But if you're older, you have to you have to fight back all those those um automatic responses that you've developed yes. and and the cocoon has become a lot stronger to break through. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, we were talking about how when faced with the disparity between what our values are, what we really care about, what we say we do, and how we're choosing to live our life, um, and, and that's a moment of choice right there. I can step up and honor my values, hmm. and and what we tend to do is not do that and then rationalize not doing that right and with each rationalization which is some kind of typically a verbal something to make to to make it so we don't feel guilt this is what closes the cave the hole in the right. cave shut again this is what what you know builds that mm -hmm. nest higher and higher so that it envelops you and you can't yeah you can go back to sleep comfortably yeah, a blanket that's kind of comfortable, but not really. That's what, for me, was the biggest 
or the, the thing that got a lot clearer yesterday is when we're faith like first of all you got to get clear on on what your values are but people can sense it you know and they can sense it once they they're not listening to their values so once you know your your values are and you're not acting or you, you you're faced with a choice that's either acting in accordance with the va with the values but is scary you know uh, this, they, they, we have the fear to do it and so we try to not do it and then when we don't do it we feel the guilt of not acting in accordance with our values you know but that seems short term an easier solution than facing the fear and doing it anyway because yes. now we ha only have to deal with the, with the guilt and the way to deal with guilt is to tell us stories like we said yesterday oh I'll do it tomorrow yes. I'll do it the next time Yes. I'm not ready yes. or why now and so it's that short term it seems a little bit more comfortable yes but the cocoon gets bigger and yes. it's harder to break free and it comes with suffering the suffering of, of of killing your soul slowly and the suffering of this down the line when you decide fuck this I got enough of this and now you try to break free of the cocoon. Yes. It's a lot bigger now. It's yes. a lot stronger. Yes. It's a much harder fight. So that's why it's and so important to do it yes. early on. In fact, you know, I mean, you, just as an example, um, you spent your whole life with the belief that I'm not a morning person. And that gets locked in after you've tried a number of times. Mm -hmm. like, I, I wish I was more. I, I want to be a morning person. Yes. You try, you try, you try. Eventually, it's a lot more comfortable to just say, well, that's not me. Yes. Then you no longer feel the the whatever that you're not doing it. Right. Right? And the, and the, or the pain of trying and failing. You can avoid all of that pain of, that's the pain, what I would say back in 97, I would call that like the pain of flight. You know? The fear I might fall, the, 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 the guilt if I don't do it, right? If I just stay on the cliff. All of that, like all of that pain of flight goes away if I just say, I'm not a phoenix. Yes. In other words, go back to the cave. And so, uh, yeah, later in life. Now, this is, this is not just things that we say to ourselves. This is neurology. Mm -hmm. Faced with a certain awareness, we, we lock it in. I'm not that person. I can't do this. This isn't possible. I'll do it tomorrow. Whatever the narration is, this because these are neural pathways that are building. So it it very much is like this web, this matrix, right? right that keeps you comfortable not facing. Like a like an addiction almost. The deeper you go, the more you got addicted, and the longer it takes. You know the the harder it will be to to. Become a non-alcoholic, you know. Yes. And 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 the more time you will spend afterwards being vigilant, not to fall back in. Yes. You know, I see it now with my waking up. I haven't been. I didn't succeed in becoming, in waking up early for, forty-five years, and so I do it now consistently. It's been a, a month and a half, and I have to watch it. <laughs> yes. I have to watch it and keep doing it. Yes. And it's, uh, yeah, I think about a, a friend of mine who, hey Kelsey, 
he wakes up, he's, he's in his 50s, he wakes up every day, every day to the judgment, self-judgment, shame, whatever from like, he's basically taken the last couple of decades off, you know, basically retreated to his cave for a couple of decades. And, uh, and, he, and, he, and first thing in the morning, like he wakes up to that, plus all the, the guilt and shame and judging of who he should be and what he should be doing. And man, it's, it's monumental such that there's like a, a knot, a pain in his chest that he wakes up to, that wakes him up in the morning of stress. And, and then he lives with that. He lives throughout the day with that. And when you've been judging yourself for so long and, and trying to avoid everyone else's judgments for so long, like he's literally created a cave for himself in life in locking himself inside so he doesn't have to deal with other people looking at him. He doesn't have to be visible. He doesn't have to look in the mirror, right? Like, we'll even do this. We'll even right. hide from people because it becomes painful for people to really see us because when people see us, we, we see how they see us. We see ourselves, and that can be painful, right. and we don't want that. I just realized something. We don't want that if we've really been compromising. Right. But that is the that is the that is the point that we that where where the solution and the saving grace is, is that we have that pain. I just realized for any guy who 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 hears this message, who hears a call, who feels like something is off, you know, is something is not quite right and has a has a a yearning but also like a pain around it, like even if it's a shame or like like, whew, there's something is not quite, and he can sense it, and he, it's uncomfortable, you know. That is also the point of, of where, where the possibility of changes, and, and realizing at the same time, if you feel that pain, like right now, like I'm not living up to, to realize at that point, if you don't do anything now, it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better anymore. It's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. Yes. So, so what's the alternative? It's not like, it's like, it's like you, you, you're sleeping and you're not, you got a blank and it's a bit cold, but you're a bit too tired to wake up and, and do something about it, yeah. you know, and, but it's too cold to really go to sleep and you're like in this limbo mm. and it will get worse. Mm. You'll get more tired. You'll get more cold. So what you need to do and is feel more uh, guilt, like I should be getting up, but I'm yes, not. Yes. So, so if you have any inkling of like fuck, and you got a pain around that, like I'm not living up to my full potential, I'm not doing it, you know, that's great. And realize it's gonna get worse. So you might as well do something now or sooner than now, <laughs> because it gonna it's gonna get worse. I think that's a great powerful thing the, to see. The ally is the guy who will see you in your cave. Right. <laughs> and it might be a go away. It might be annoying, whatever. But he'll fucking, he won't go away. He'll come with the hammer. He'll come with the, you know, whatever to break you out. Right. Hans, remember who you are. You know, Neo. like he'll see you. Neo, you're the one. And, uh, <laughs> 
It's the power of honor is like, to use the cave metaphor, it's when the light comes in, but you're filled suddenly with warmth. And you can look at yourself and your wings, even though you've, you've been feeling guilt or whatever, and you remember who you are mm. in a beautiful way, you know? And, and, and then you're, you're called from honor into flight. Mm. This, is, this, is, this is the power of honor. So, it's, uh, it's, and this light can come within, from within, from your heart, this warm, this glow, this, this power from within. It's so, it's so powerful to both have allies mm. and have access to honor, have facility with honor to, to, to grow this sun shine inside of your heart, right? Yes. Because uh, if, if you feel the call, we are talking to you. We are talking to you. Yes. You know, I talk to Neo. Neo. We know you're out there, Neo. <laughs> you're the one. Save you guys from uh, Hans and Nose being in your face, but we are talking to you. Gus <laughs> <laughs> definitely want to go back to sleep Neo. now. Like, ah! Neo, needs to know. My Neo, Neo needs to know. We see it in him. You're the one. You're the phoenix. Yes. Yeah. We see it well, in you. you. You are certainly the one for your own life. Yes. You know, um, 1992, I was on a balcony in Austin, Texas, on the drag, Guadalupe. Just, it was in a dormitory. I, I was uh, 21, 21. And uh, I was on the top floor balcony talking to a friend. He's actually become a fairly public figure. He is, he is a public figure. And um, we were talking one night, and he said, it sounds like you've been reading Ayn Rand. And I was like, who? And we went inside his room, and, and he, he, he had some books, and he gave me this one book. I think it was Capitalism, The Unknown Ideal. And a lot of people, they hear that Ayn Rand, and they just immediately, if they have ideas about her, you know, judgments, whatever, they, they criticize her politics, whatever, but, um, and I was kind of scanning through this book, and um, I think at first I saw something on the, on the back where she's like, like, I'm calling to the men of the intellect, wherever such may still be found, you know, and there was like a call there, and I was, I was interested, in that. and I opened up, and I, just within, a, I don't know, a few seconds or a few minutes of like looking through, and I saw this passage where she basically said, and this was like a moment of like, holy shit, there's a fuck, she's my ally. Like, I was like, she basically said, you, the individual man, you have a, you have a right to your own happiness. You have a right to be happy. And I kind of, I came from a, kind of like a background which kind of said that um, it's, it's all about this this one way, this one like religious way. It's all, you know, but like for me to be happy, and she said you have a responsibility to fight for your own happiness and basically stand, make a stand for your own happiness. Now you have the right to be happy, but you have the responsibility to, to do it. And uh, I, I felt, I felt that call, you know. And uh, her book, um, 
her book, The Fountainhead, which I, I read her, I read all her nonfiction first, but then I, when I eventually read her fiction, The Fountainhead is a story of a one, one man with his, he's, a, he's an architect, and it's him being true to his vision in the face of a world that's trying to destroy him and his vision. And he stays true, and it's just like a man standing for his values and his vision. There's a profound sense of like honor about it. And it was, uh, yeah, just a beautiful mm. kind of ideal, you know, to aim for. But yeah, I would just say to, to the guys out there that, uh, Yeah, you, you have a right not only to happiness, but you have a right to honor. Like it's your birthright, you know, to feel this calling, this yes from inside. And you have a responsibility to yourself to fight for it. Like you, others can come to you and they can call out to you and they can be your ally and they can challenge you. But only you can answer the call. Mm-hmm. Only you can answer the call, and you have a responsibility to yourself, your people, your future generations, your future self, even. Maybe even to your ancestors, to fulfill the destiny they carved out to you, who you can be, the man you can become. You owe it to yourself to answer that call. And... Yeah, there's work that can, we can help you reclaim your honor. We can help you answer that call powerfully. As we uh, talk about phoenixes, look, there's a shadow of this bird here. <laughs> yes. We're calling you to fly. <laughs> yes. That's beautiful. We'll see each other. That's it. Tomorrow? We'll see each other tomorrow again. Raise your wings. Raise your wings. <laughs>